0: You are listening to the John DiPietro Show on ninety-nine point nine FM and thirteen eighty AM News Talk WNRI. Valued member of team. At twelve oh six, so that's what the sun looks like. Yes, folks that's what that yellow thing is back up there in the sky it is as a matter of fact that is the sun in the sky you're listening to the John DiPietro show it's the chosen one AM 1380 99.9 FM <coughs> Can, who said you can't listen online <laughs> um, when I do the you state the, the question beforehand you know where I get that from is um, Ladybug has an unusual manner of speaking. Actually, I got to get in touch with her because we got to have her on soon. But she'll she'll ask by a question. It's a very I'm not criticizing, but it's just she'll say, um, "And didn't I see Tom at the store?" <laughs> I don't know. Did you see Tom? And didn't I see Tom at the store? And didn't he mention he saw? I, I don't know. You're the one that was there. And didn't I see Tom at the store? I, I have no idea if you saw Tom at the store. Anyhow, folks, and isn't this portion of the program brought to you by PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center? It is, as a matter of fact, LB. We're to have her back on. Folks, PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. You want to talk about, I was speaking with someone yesterday, Ideal opportunity to do some planting right now. It's right now, as a matter of fact. PR, Landscape Materials, and Garden Center. This is the perfect time. And if you look at the weather of the next 10 days, it's like, whoa, pushing 80. Ideal fall weather. Great football weather, as a matter of fact. Actually, you could play baseball in this weather. Uh, Trees, shrubs, perennials. Now, they have all their homegrown mums, kale. Really feels crisp. Mum kale sizes ranging 4-inch, 12-inch pots. Ornamental peppers, 4- to 6-inch pots. Everything you need for all your fall decorations and more. Pumpkins, straw bales, stalks, gourds, Indian corn, native vegetables, local honey, maple syrup available as well. Folks, it's PR, Landscape Materials and Gardens. On They're worth the ride. 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. They're open seven days a week. Family-run business. Quality merchandise gift certificates are available and they also mulch loam crush stone what i like is um is debbie will update their facebook page and it's just such bright beautiful colors they are a joy to have as a very loyal sponsor of the chosen one it's pr landscape materials and garden center well folks everyone is buzzing about Good afternoon, one and all, on this on this uh, Wednesday. Tonight is the GOP debate. Now, um, it doesn't impact on the scene live stream, right? It does, it actually has no bearing at all. Um, so we'll be, you know, we're ready to go with the good weather, brings more people outside, and then we'll just see how it goes from there. But if you check to Petro.com, we do have... You, no shock here, but the most information about the Central Falls murder, we're learning more about that. I think I'm going to learn even more about that. We're getting more details. It's its actually frightening and disturbing that this type of thing is going on, going on not only in our country, but in our state, broad daylight, and that you have people like that around us. It's—it It is frightening. But check out petro.com You'll see why. With the video up, Channel 10 did not go Saturday night. They were at a, at a wedding. Um, one of the people working there got married. So then they, they don't work and cover stories. Can you only imagine? Uh, but anyhow, we don't operate that way. But uh, Depetro.com brought to you by the Cuisine Inn, 226 Cuisine Avenue, West Warwick. Remember, lunch, dinner, drinks, and lounge. Plus now. The market at Cuisin, What I love about the market at Cuisin is it's prepared uh, food. Like last weekend, it was just you know a rainy, horrible weekend. We don't want to relive it, but um, but they have del- you know delicious takeout soup and prepared foods. And next thing you know, you know you just get that and microwave becomes your friend, and you have a great meal. Don't waste your money at these fast food places, folks. On top of that, the foods it's it's really bad for you. You can have delicious. Meal at the Coheset Inn, 226 Coheset Avenue, West Warwick. All right. I'm going to talk about the situation in Providence. Um, uh, I had to have a meeting this morning. And as a result of that, I was in my vehicle, which is, when I'm in my vehicle, um, I will flip around on the radio. I'll, I'll touch on that in a moment. But stay with me. The situation in Central Falls. Now, as we are reporting and and again, I, I want to give credit to that Sun Chronicle in uh, Attleboro. Fantastic. As I mentioned, they thought they would just go into court for who's this guy that set a car on fire. And then it turns out it's this Luis Lopez. Now, we're learning a lot more about what happened Saturday night. As a matter of fact, uh, I want to give credit. Matt Paddock does a nice job on Channel 12. And he was at the vigil yesterday. And with the help of a translator, uh, was able to speak with the, the mother of the man killed, Manny Torres Plaza. Emmanuel, whatever, Manny. But so this has been going on for quite some time. So this Luis Lopez, and I also communicated with someone whose cousin, this guy was part, there were three of them. I remember this case, it was uh, 2007 in Foxborough. And the reason I remember it is I was covering the Patriots at the time. So I used to go up to Gillette every Wednesday. So I remember being up there and one of the police in the area even showed me. It was right under the, the overpass. This guy had a drug debt. He was trying to pay them and they weren't hearing it. So three of them, they... You know, shot him, killed him, and just tossed. I mean, brutal killing. So there were three of them. That's always fair. Three against one. Two of them are still in jail. Lopez was the, the driver, and he was young 23 years old, long hair, ponytail. What do you think his prison existence was like? Picture that. Boy, they love when the young guys show up with long hair. Because if you, you know, do some drugs and smoke pot with the long hair. You could actually visualize and convince yourself that that's actually a female that you're having sexual relations with, even though it's a young male. He shows up skinny as a rail, 23 years old with long hair. How I repeat, how do you think that prison experience went? Do you think there's any built up anger? When you're starting to be trafficked, you know, Luis Lopez, oh, but Louis, hey, you're with him. We just sold you for a carton of cigarettes. You, you're gonna go, you're with him now. Anyhow, um, he got out. He He was 23 years old. He did 15 years, but he's been out and there's a female that they have been arguing about. Now, I don't know that much about Many Torres Plaza, other than he's a younger guy. There's a female involved. This guy, Luis Lopez, gets out. He's been 15 years behind bars. 23, you get out when you're 38. And suddenly he's having a problem with him. So now I'm going to, um, th- this is going to take some investigating and we are going to do it. Because I want to chase down that exactly what happened here. Um, the mother of the man that was killed. And, and if you check to Petro.com, I'm also the only one that has all the details. He, he waited for him. And they have video and witnesses and he's crouching by a vehicle. And so this Luis Lopez, who has been out of jail for a short amount of time. And the whole thing of like he was disrespected, blah, blah, blah. So he greets him. He's got a mask on. He's got on body armor in case, you know, Torres is carrying Manny. Uh, He's got not one, two guns and starts blasting away. He shoots him. He is standing over him, taunting him. Right? Just like in- uh, you know, just like in Scarface almost, he's just standing over him, taunting him, right? Like, I told you, right? I warned you, she was mine, like that type of thing. And then, and then as, as he's, he empties, I mean, just brutal, horrific, but there is a witness. <clears throat> Let's hope they protect the witness. Gets in the car, takes off, and then they, they catch him, Plainville. He decides to, like, as I said, see out of either the town or heat or anything, torch the car and um, except he, you know, he clearly working solo here because then they, they somebody sees him with the gas can and even burned his leg. But now I am hearing we're going to run it down. There was a rumor out there that not only was this a guy a problem, he was not only threatening them but there are allegations and that's all it is right now um that it was so bad that the woman involved and I'm not going at this point I'm not going to reveal who who it was but that that this lopez even sh- sent her a text message of like and I don't want to want to make sure I'm getting this properly but Send her a text message, which she has, where he was like, these are the guns I'm going to use to take out you and your little boyfriend. I mean, that's how, showed a picture to the cop of the gun he was going to use in order to take her out. Now, he didn't, we don't know if he thought she'd be with him. We don't know that part, but we do know that he shot and killed this guy in broad daylight. So I'm going to follow up on that. I I think it's tough. I, I, um, If you read between the lines, the police are trying to say, no, there was no restraining order, and I'm not sure what to make of that yet, and I haven't had a communication with Central Falls police. There is a process. I don't know if you see a police officer and then show it to him and say, hey, like, what?" I, I don't know. I don't know. There is a process. Now, but I do notice that people on social media are calling this Manny Torres like you snitched. But see, and that is that is the heart of one of the problems here is this this mentality. So what what do you? Let's just play this out just for a moment. Now again, I, I don't I want to be really clear. I don't know what happened. I mean, I don't know that part of it. I do know quite a bit. Trying to piece it together, you know. The, the, this girl, the claim she showed a police officer the text, was it at the police station? Was it was he on duty? Was he off duty? Was it another murder scene? I, I don't, was it a, a formal complaint? This guy's, he's, you're out on parole when he got out of the can. So did police communicate with him? Did his parole officer say something to him? There's still more here, and we are going to try to get into it, but- um. But I'm taken by, (coughs) excuse me, the mother telling Matt Paddock at Channel 12 that she reached out to Lopez, begging him to leave her son alone. I mean, that's going to be very frightening. You have someone that's killed, very dangerous. Uh, Who knows what the past, as I've been saying, what were the last 15 years like for this gruesome thug, loser? Inside of the can. He went when he was 23 years old with long black hair. <clears throat> Comes out totally jacked, but you know, you join a gang, they can only protect you so much. The answer is we don't know. We don't know, but it must have been terrifying if this guy is out there and threatening. And, and I also, I, I also want to circle in. There, there was another shooting uh, last month the month of August, right down the street from the police station. And they he was friendly with that Manny Torres. So people are wondering and asking me, is it possible they're related? I, I'm going to repeat what I said yesterday, that I know that the police are testing the weapons. I believe two weapons were found last time. This guy, he is a certified, hes he's a killer, he's a nut. He's, he's a, obviously clearly a dangerous individual. He doesn't use one. He uses two guns when he's shooting people. And the, the shooting in August, I think guy's name was Bronny or something. But I remember, I was there. I mean, it was a very volatile scene, to say the least. Those of you that watch on the scene live stream, know. I mean, we don't have to relive it. One was, I was in a boot. I was stuck on the porch. It got a little dicey, to say the least. But anyhow... But someone is saying that that was because he was telling this Lopez, hey, leave me any alone. He's a friend of mine or said something like that. No, I don't know if that's true. Clearly, I'm not reporting that. I will check into that. Now, folks, this portion of the John DiPietro show. And, you know, I also I'm going to come back to and I want to touch on the situation in uh, Providence, by the way. So, um, because there's this an interesting dynamic that's taking place right now with um in the city of Providence and everything. But this portion of the program, that's why AJ Drywall Plasters and Home Improvement. You know, we had Joe on yesterday. If you're thinking of maybe you want frame to finish basements, maybe you want to redo your basement, maybe you wanted you wanna redo your garage. AJ Drywall Plaster's home improvement. If you're thinking of some home improvements, painting. Remodeling, maybe you want a full real office or you want to finish a room or an unfinished basement, unfinished garage. Maybe it's an in-law apartment, AJ Drywall Plasters Home Improvement, 401-323-9252. Commercial rehabs, painting, remodeling, they can do it all. You notice they um, were working on some soundproofing for some businesses that are located near the airport. They can do it all. Call them for a free quote. I share their Facebook page, AJ Drywall Plasters and Home Improvement. Fantastic work, 401-323-9252. Now, this portion of the John DiPietro Show, folks, if you're having a party over the next couple of months, a children's party, contact Rhode Island Rentals and Inflatables. All your party needs. They can do it. All sports. Bouncer. I also I shared their Facebook page. I use Facebook a lot. It's free. It's very localized. And it's a great way to find these local businesses, Rhode Island rentals and inflatables. You, you think of the excitement when the kids pull up and and there's a big bouncy house or so the all sports bouncer. Or they have the slides, or whatever it may be. It also, as I say, number one. Rhode Island Rentals Inflatables, they'll set it up up for you. They come very easily set up, breakdown set up. And on top of that, what I like is it keeps all the kids contained right there. So you're at the party, you're visiting with your family, but then you're watching that the little ones are all right there inside safe. 401-358-1213, Rhode Island Rentals and Inflatables. So I am going to, um, there's several things that, it's take care i don't i don't know what the solution is with that i'm going to check into that um i don't have the answer on that i'm not going to we don't have enough yet to the the police can't be everywhere in order to get the police to act um people have to go through you know we we are we are. I don't want. I don't want to be cliché here. We're a nation of laws. There are things set up that you have to follow through. But there's definitely this feeling out there that Saturday night, when this very dangerous individual showed up and waited for him outside that barbershop for an hour, that there there's there are people on platforms saying. Well, you know, Manny should have known better. He shouldn't have gotten the police involved. So I, I don't know enough about that. I, I do know, and again, you can see it all, folks, Central Falls murder over a girl. It's, I, you know, it's not like you're dealing with a reasonable individual. I don't know what the, the answer is with this. What do you do when you have this Luis Lopez? The guy's a killer. You can't reason with him. He's a very, very dangerous individual, the way he took him out, the way he was stalking him, and the way he was opening, threatening him. I still maintain, you know, we have, I also want to point out, look at what happened on Saturday. There were three homicides, and then boom, 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 Saturday night, they arrested the mother, the woman in Pawtucket that killed her mother because serving, because the food was cold, because the soup was cold. So then you kill your mother? How? Um, You had the the stabbing Cumberland. I was also, I was shocked at the questioning in Cumberland, the way the questions were being asked. No wonder the police say, thank God you were at the press conference. Uh, But I can't be everywhere. But um, I, I just was amazed that, like, we have the video posted. They nabbed him right on Main Avenue, Warwick. Uh, what was he doing in Warwick? Running errands out and about? Where did you, he was at a house on Main Avenue in Warwick. Like, these, these now, I, I don't know. Yeah, How about yesterday? They, they did not even ask the police the big question, which is, did you recover the weapon? You're saying you had an instrument of some kind, a weapon? Like, how do you not ask that? But again, I. Every time I think, I don't know, it's going to cut a close. I'm not sure I can make it on time. They call sometimes these last minute press briefings. And then, and I think like the right question, that, that's a major thing to ask. As someone that covers and is in court, it's very dramatic when they present. And this is the gun. And it's a match. This is the weapon. And we recover the knife. Police have the press briefing yesterday. don't even ask. And did you recover it? Did you find it? Did he get rid of it? Holy moly good God. I'm not trying to Monday morning quarterback. Because I know someone could say, hey, you could have been there and you're right. You're right. Point made. I get that. Uh, I thought it would be an obvious question. Right? Like we post, there he is. Fugitive task force. They found him on Main Avenue, Warwick. They're at the press conference yesterday. Now, Chief, when you say they found him in Warwick, was he at the mall? Was he at the airport? Holy bull! I mean, the chief was almost like, uh, "Why don't you just, you know, check?" One has the video posted where they grabbed him out of the house. God, it is just—I'm telling you, folks. And again, I'm not complaining because it just—it's better for us. I mean, that—that that was Saturday. Channel Ten didn't even go Saturday night. <laughs> just comical. Anyhow, all right. I want to talk about the Providence um, situation because it, it's not that complicated. What's going on uh, with with Providence? And I also want to mention, as I've said, it is getting more dangerous. This stuff is spiraling into the suburbs. We're gonna, by the way, we're gonna lead the coverage. I, I mean, there's just no doubt in my mind when it comes to this. You know, the police stuff. We had the Cumberland suspect on Saturday afternoon. We had the we had the name of the Cumberland suspect. When they were looking for him. Um, so, I mean, that part. But you're, you're going to be chasing your tail if you think you're going to get this from other places. But, folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by Scalp Masters. Now, remember, for men and women experiencing hair loss or thinning of hair, call Michael at Scalp Masters. Free consultation and learn about the micropigmentation. Call 401 1097. Now, for your easy convenience, I share their Facebook page, Scalp Masters Micropigmentation, Michael Wright in Cranston. Free consultation. Men, women, you're concerned to want to do something if you're experiencing hair loss or thinning of hair. Free consultation. Twenty minutes of your life, non-evasive procedure. It's a cosmetic procedure. You're gonna feel better. You're gonna feel more confident. You're gonna look younger. You're gonna look more like your old self. It can add density to your existing hair. Maybe you don't like the way when you part your hair now shows like a little bit more. Call scalp masters. And it's actually Compared to other things that are out there, it's pretty affordable. Scalp Masters. But it starts with the phone call and the free consultation with Michael. 401-867-1097, located right in Cranston. So um, the situation, two two parts of the situation in Providence that I want to just touch on. And again, I I get that the GOP debate is tonight. It's still... You don't have the front runner on stage, so, but I, I, make, I will watch it. The last debate got big ratings, and I think tonight will. But I want to touch on just two factions of things that are happening in Providence. One is these complete nobodies in the community <clears throat> that are complaining that the nonprofits are, are not paying. The city of Providence enough, and and the people that are speaking out and criticizing this. Number one, they have no standing. Number two, they most of them are uneducated, and number three, you, you're missing the larger point here, which is ultimately. And I wanna I'm gonna give credit to Mayor Smiley here. Ultimately, it is true, right? Like Providence, like many other some other cities, have a large number of hospitals that are non So they're not taxed that certain way. Brown University, Providence College, Johnson and Wales, churches, hospitals, schools. It, it, it can be a problem. But Mayor Smiley, who has been around, who was director of administration in the Raimondo administration. It's not his first negotiation. Um, you have to work with these people and you have to, listen, Brown, has Brown University and RISD taken over the set of Providence? True. However, what would it look like if they were not there? Okay, so you don't get to tax their buildings at the rate as if it were commercial property. That's true. However, what would it be worth if they weren't there? And all the students they bring in, and all the people that they employ, you would be nowhere. So it is an interesting dynamic relationship that the colleges and universities have with the different cities and towns. Whether it's Harvard with Cambridge, or Yale and New Haven, or in a situation like this in Providence. But keep in mind, if the universities- If they wanted to, they could say, blank you. We're not paying. That's not our agreement. And fight you all day. They have more more money than you do with their endowments. So you have to work with people. So people that are criticizing these deals, hey, I get it. Because of, let's say, Brown University, you have police costs. You have fire costs. You have- you know, various things that, that come along with that. However, would you ever want to risk losing? Not that it's going to happen, but what are you going to risk losing? What, Brown University? It's true because of their presence in RISD and Providence College. What would PC? What would the area around PC be like if PC, not that they're going to do it, ever said, you know what? We're out of here. We're moving. We're going to move somewhere else. Then, what would that area be like? Then the entire area would be like Chad Brown. Uh, this is not, you're not the the heavy in the negotiation. But the other part that I want to touch on is this situation with the Providence schools. The next hour, you're going to have a conversation with Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe. And I want to touch on the situation. And this is something I know something about because I know some of the people that work in these schools and I know some of the people. Police that have to deal with some of the people in these schools. But in the school in particular, we're talking about is Mount Pleasant, that I'm very familiar with. I've lived in the Mount Pleasant area. I went to school, college in the Mount Pleasant area. Uh, my parents, one of my parents, my mom grew up in that area. My parents were married up in that area. So, and I know some of the people that work in and around there. But I wanna, I'm gonna give you the short version of this. <clears throat> What I find astounding, and I'll give you the reference of it, is just because I was in the car earlier, and people at my old station, I'll just throw it out. That it's it's really simple here when you think about it, right? And it it reminds me of the of the the scene in the movie Moneyball, where Billy Bean, played by Brad Pitt, is going around the table like, okay, fine, what's the problem? You guys aren't even looking at the problem. What's the problem? And what I find just so disingenuous and or ignorant, which could be part of it, is it's not that complicated. Okay, the problem at Mount Pleasant, and people hear zero proficient, and they really don't know what that means. I'll, I'll tell you what it means. Let's just say if you have an eighth grade. And the students are zero proficient, which which at Mount Pleasant some of the students are. What that means is there's no one in the eighth grade class that can do the work of an eighth grader. I'm saying they can't do a C. I'm not sure they can do a D. So when you hear uh, 0% proficient, 5% proficient, 5% 5 proficient means that only 5% of the, the students can do the work of an eighth grader. So what does that mean? That means they're actually at the grade of like a seventh grader. Maybe some of them are at the level of a sixth grader. Maybe some of them at the level of a fifth grader, maybe even less than that. So, but when you hear about a Mount Pleasant and people like, gee, it's a big mystery, right? Like what could possibly, it's it's actually not complicated. And I'll tell you what it is. And I'm trying to tell you, because I'm hoping that you could be educated so you could hit back or contribute when you hear people like no one can figure it out type of type of attitude. <clears throat> why does LaSalle Academy, why does it thrive? No union. Why does Bishop Pendekin thrive? No union. Why does Moses Brown thrive? No union. Why do the charter schools thrive? No union. <clears throat> Why do the Catholic schools thrive? No union. I don't know what part of that people don't get. And it's so disingenuous when you have like the babbling cackle. Because I was in the car that I actually heard, like, no one could figure it out. It's not that tough. It's the union. Period. End of story. Boom. Definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over. It's not that hard. Without the union, you could start the day earlier. You could go later. You could have, obviously, some of these kids need to be in school more. Obviously, there's a major truancy problem. Why don't we hire more people? We don't have the money. Where does all the money go? To the union. It's really not hard. It's just they have such power That no one wants to deal with it. And what they also have are accomplices in the media that continue this charade of the emperor has no clothes, right? The emperor walking down naked and everyone's like, wow, look at that. Doesn't he look fantastic? Look at how beautiful the emperor, oh my God. And then the little boy says, I don't know, he looks naked to me. I mean, that's what it is. Why do the charter schools thrive and the traditional public school fail because that one is a union, one doesn't. Charter school, we're starting school at 7.30. We're going till 3.30. We're going to have teachers available to teach until 4 o'clock in the afternoon. The, the, whether it's Mount Pleasant or these other schools, the union says, no, you're not. <clears throat> they teach four hours a day. They're in the school. For six hours a day. They get an hour for lunch. They get an hour free period. It's four actual hours of classroom teaching. Four hours. Sick days, the whole thing. It's not complicated. But with no one, yeah, biggest offender. Unbelievable. Biggest of, And And again, I will admit, unless I was in the car, I wouldn't have heard it. But it's just so, it's another form of Rhode Island corruption, where the media is also intimidated or bought off, right? And try to say it's this or it's that. Mary Beth Calabro, who runs the Providence Teachers Union, take a wild guess what school she teaches out of. Mount Pleasant. Mount Pleasant. Now, a major problem in some of these high schools, and I know something about this. From teaching with people that teach at the schools. From teaching with police that deal with the schools. You would think the biggest problem would be the the seniors, right? No. You think the biggest problem would be the juniors. Nope. Biggest problem is ninth grade. The biggest problem is ninth grade. Because the the biggest problem students are actually the 14 and 15-year-olds. Because they don't want to be in school, but they have to go to school. There's a large number of students that when they turn 16, they drop out. As much as that's sad, and you could argue that's a bad thing. What it does do is it does allow, so the students that you do have attending school, they want to be there, right? They want to be there. So so this is not going to be un-, un- This situation is not going to be fixed. You have a a governor and lieutenant governor that are completely puppet pawns to the union. It's not that complicated. It's not. There are charter schools. Why do you think? And all those parents want to get their kids into the charter schools. You know, it actually seems easy when you think about it. Well, then just get rid of the union. You can't. They own everybody. They not only own the politicians, they own the media. It's so disingenuous, if not ignorant, but probably a combination for a member of the media, not any member of the media that tells you, gee, we we can't figure out what the problem is. It's I mean, it's it's another form of corruption. It is. And Alorza went to war with them, but at the very end. Right. I admit, listen, they're tough. And they they are such a force. They have so much power in our state. He let me just and and I recognize a lot of people like, well, I don't go to Mount Pleasant. I mean my children don't. I don't live in province. Why would I care? Well, there's a lot of money being spent there. But here's what you should know about and, and I I know um some people that are involved with that school, right? And 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 I get it. They do the best they they possibly can and so forth. And I mean, the school looks like a dungeon. It looks like a prison. I mean, it's horrible. I'm not convinced. You know, the whole thing. Kathy Gregg of the Province Journal was posting. I don't understand why in Rhode Island, the mentality is always you got to demolish the school and build a new one. Where in other places, they just, you know, there are schools built in 1910 that are still in existence. Well, the answer is like in Warwick. Notice they said, no, we need two new brand new high schools. Well, because with the unions, the construction is so much more money if you can build something brand new instead of just rehabbing something. So at the end of the day, they went out. But just hear me out. Situation like, say, Mount Pleasant. Just as an example, in 2019, when that John Hopkins report came out, and Ramundo right there, they had them on the run. And the, the, the report was scathing. And it just talked about how bad it was. And everything was adult-centric. Right, adult centric. You know, we've had Dan McGowan on, and you're going to hear him next hour. When you talk about Angel Tavares; they were celebrating. They got the unions to agree five extra minutes a day. It's so pathetic and ridiculous. But, um, but here's the real bottom line: was when you hear about the education uh, problem and school, forth and, and listen, folks. People are learning, or realizing they'd be better off homeschooling. They'd be better off, however they make it work, money wise, sending their children to a Catholic school to a private school if they could. Um, anything's better than sending them into some of these schools. But the course of 2019, when that John Hopkins report came out, did any of those Providence public school teachers, did any of them make one penny less? The answer is no. When the pandemic hit, did any of those, those teachers make one penny less than what they would? No. It is, if you look look at the New York Jets and the pressure right now on Zach Wilson, the quarterback, and the coaching staff to make that work. Look at the pressure on Mac Jones and the Patriots. Why is that pressure there? It's competition. It's competition. When when McKee, you want to talk about useless, when McKee took over, one of the first things he did mistakenly, was give the Providence Teachers Union, gave them $3,000 bonuses. Now, that was so costly because then following that, he had to give every state worker a $3,000 bonus. And then, then he had to try to make excuses of why he was giving them. Do you remember the whole thing Well, we're going to give them a $3,000 bonus? If they agree to get the vaccination, then he had to fabricate. I mean, the guy is just so lost. Um, state police were given a three thousand dollar bonus to wear body cams. <laughs> As if, why? Why wouldn't it just be part of the job? We're going to give the police a bonus if they wear their seatbelt. We're going to give the police. Can you imagine the military? All right, everybody that polishes their shoes gets a bonus. I mean, it's just so preposterous. Um. But the Providence school system, I mean it's it's really simple. You, you know, you had a report done, and they basically said you're you're not going to have any changes until you know that you you what you really need to do is get control of the situation. And let me just finish the point here, folks. But the problem is is the adults are too fearful to say anything. And I and I get it, like at the State House, they roll. Look in the media, the way that Captain Creep, Bob Walsh, is treated, right? He's brought on as the education expert. Radio television. He's he's talked about with great deference. Justin Katz and myself talk about that there's Governor McKee on on election day, standing outside the polls with that little union goon, Pat Crowley. That guy is, you know. I mean, he is, he's a socialist. These people are communists. So the, you you can't listen to these people. I'm not saying, you know, they don't enjoy freedom of speech, but you don't ever listen to these types of individuals, <clears throat> but they hold so much power. So when you hear people say, yeah, you know, it's unfair and blah, 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 they, they, it's, it's, What's what's the problem? The Emperor's No clothes. It's it's not that difficult. It's it's not that difficult. I'm not gonna try to give it another analogy, but you look at what's the difference between, let's just talk about a charter school, let's talk about LaSalle Academy, and then or Mount St. Charles, and then a place like Mount Pleasant. What's the missing and what's the difference between those? The union because the union runs things not the principal not the principal the union runs things they control things and they it's 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 not based on performance if if the if the entire class does well they get paid a certain amount of money if the class if they all fail they don't make any less money if you have a private school LaSalle Academy, Mount St. Charles, and you have a problem teacher where parents are complaining and students don't want to be in the class, then there's really a problem. They, the, the school would probably make a change, right? They're accountable for, for a bad teacher. Until you have that dynamic, what, what what would happen if Zach Wilson is the quarterback of the Jets for the next 10 years, Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter how he plays. Doesn't matter if they win or lose. Doesn't matter. He's the quarterback. And he doesn't make any more money or less money if they win or lose. What do you think the performance would be? Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show, it's brought to you by Shopper Insurance Agency. Remember with them, neighbor, partner, and friend. So whether it's for your auto, home, renters, business insurance, flood, Recreational umbrella serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts shopper insurance agency call today meet with Stephen. very knowledgeable free consultation they're located right on Reservoir Avenue in Cranston shopper insurance agency 401-900-4678 or an easy way to remember that is 401-900-INSU shopper insurance agency. Remember, trusted insurance partner, they are dedicated, they are your neighbor, partner, and friend. Shopper Insurance Agency. Now, I share their Facebook page. You can also find them online, ShapaInsurance.com. But why not? Why not take advantage? Free consultation for your business, for your home, auto. Get an umbrella all under one roof. Free consultation. Meet with Stephen. Find out the type of money he can save. You can save. 401-900-4678 for Shoppa Insurance. Well, folks, good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. I, um, I want to I wanna circle back for a moment. Um, uh, we, we're going to follow up on the Central Falls situation. We are. There's rumors floating around. Uh, I think it's worth running down. It sounds like there were some red flags. Police can't be everywhere. I am anxious to hear about, you know, um, this guy, the Lopez. He he did time in Massachusetts, so although he lives in Pawtucket, I would imagine his parole. I think I'll find out would be in Mass. Was his parole officer? This was the the suspect. That shot and killed um, the barber on Saturday night in Central Falls. I think that's a good question. I think we want to follow up on that. I do have questions, and meaning, was it problematic, Rhode Island, like, was that communicated to his parole officer in mass? When you get out and you're out, he's out on parole. Uh, you know, you have to maintain employment, they want to know where you're living. You have to meet with them, right? is scene in Goodfellas. Henry's there meeting with the parole officer. He's got the the suitcase full of uh, whether it was money or blow, or whatever, and he's there with uh, Jimmy and Tommy. But so that that I find that interesting. I want to run that down. We also want to find out, you know, that the mother of the victim is saying that this guy was a problem for a while. I am hearing. That he was texting this girl, woman, girl, I don't know her age. I have an idea of who it is. I'm not going to reveal who it is. Sending her very threatening text messages. Take a look. This is the gun I'm going to use to kill you and your boyfriend. I mean, that's, you know, that's horrifying. That's frightening. Um, They're making allegations that she shared that with law enforcement. I want to, I want to hear about that. I want to, I want to hear more about that. I also want to touch on folks. And, and I, I don't have an answer. I don't have an answer why we have, I think we have, but we have an election coming up in the first district for Congress. And the election coming up for Congress is um, Gabe Amo, who's part of the Biden administration, or was, and, um, and Gary Leonard. And I um I, I don't have an answer on why Gary Leonard is um their campaign is um going a little low profile. I don't know if he's in town. Maybe went out of town to try to raise some money. Possible. Possible. I, I kinda judge the campaigns by their Twitter feed. They haven't tweeted in four days, and because I would argue uh, that what you saw in in Rhode Island, Seth Magaziner saying, "Isn't this fantastic? That the president of the United States is on a picket line with workers, and Biden saying that these auto workers should get a forty percent a forty percent raise." Now, what Seth Magaziner, who let's face it, right, of privilege. Um, you know, the parents loaned him eight hundred thousand for his campaign to become treasurer, and then ran the table and 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 didn't even live in the district, but got elected to Congress by basically by ballot harvesting. Remember, he lost day of voting to Fung by four points, but he thinks that this is a great thing that Biden is walking the picket line. I want to, um, folks. Last fall, we pointed out there was. Sabina Matos, Lieutenant Governor, there was Governor McKee, all of them walking the picket line outside of a private company with the union members striking or, and picketing that they want higher wages. folks. the, the damage of this, just so you understand is this is the last thing this, this is the last thing the government should be doing right? This is the last thing the government should be doing. The government should stay out of private business. That's how, that's how it works. That's how it works. If you run a business and you have work, look, look at what happens when government interferes into you know private business. You see it with, they slipped in in Rhode Island, that with all these cannabis shops, you have to have a union in there. As a result of that, Massachusetts doesn't have that. So the Rhode Island cannabis shops are being greatly hurt in trying to compete with Massachusetts. You saw a great example of that. Obviously, one of the most high profile was President Reagan. When he warned those air traffic controllers, if you go on strike, you're getting fired. If you go on strike, you're going to be fired. You're not going, you know, we need Airlines running, we need to keep everything rolling. If you go on strike, you're fired. What happened? They went on strike and he fired them. So you, you have to, as I've also mentioned in the past, I think in 2012, one of the best examples that, um, that someone has talked about the danger when you have the government involved. And it was Mitt Romney. And he, the example he used was a cell phone. And said, if the government folks without competition, remember the first cell phones, they were the size of like a shoebox. I had one. It was given to me a gift for me. It was given as a gift to me when I was moving to New York. Um, They were very big and clumsy compared to the way they are now. This is the way it is, is because of competition. And Mitt Romney said, if the government controlled the cell phone, they'd still be the size of a shoebox. Right? So that's why the government should stay out. So Biden has no business being involved in that. It's through competition, these electric vehicles. That's why you also see so many car fires. And and you still can't, it still doesn't make sense for people in cities that they want to push all these electric vehicles. Governor McKee, when he talks about all this green, oh, the green economy and all this the wind energy and everything else, but he also doesn't say. Is that they're forcing the union down all the throats of all these people. Rhode Island, our government is so bought and paid for by by the unions. Look at the soccer stadium. Look at the Superman building. It's all driven that way. So, but for Magaziner to be seeing, he thinks it's great that the president of the United States is out there. You know, this becomes, this could be used... To then shake businesses down. Think of a business you're running right now. Think of a successful business. Let's talk about why is the only reason anyone still goes to Providence Place Mall is because the Apple store. When was the last time I went to Providence Place Mall? Because the Apple store. <laughs> when would the next time I be going? To the Apple store. That's why I go there. Otherwise I wouldn't go there. It's not safe. There's a lot of empty stores and I could go to Midland Mall or Garden City. So there's no need. But what if suddenly the council person was then working with the workers at the Apple store? I want them to make more money. Now, the Apple store, they're like, hey, we th- we know how to run a business. We don't need you interfering with us. The unions are all out in Silicon Valley. They're trying to get big tech unionized and everything. They fail. So would that seem appropriate if then the councilman in Providence, whatever was the district for... Providence Place Mall is telling the Apple store how they should be running their business. There's a great episode of The Sopranos where they go in and they try to shake down the Starbucks guy. No, you stay out. You stay out of it. And the same thing applies. Seth Macazzina, he, he is just such an empty suit. He doesn't belong there. He he really shouldn't even be there. But it was because of ballot harvesting. Now, um, let's see. Rebecca sent me an email, Juan, I need a plumber. Who was that plumber you mentioned and recommend? We need a plumber, our hot water tank gave out. Rebecca, call JMB Plumbing today, 401-743-9153, 401-743-9153, JMB Plumbing Repair and Service. They're local, they'll come right out, whether it's damaged water pipes, repair clogged pipelines, or... Replace a hot water heater. Look for them on Facebook. JMB Plumbing. And they have great reviews on Google. 401-743-9153. Well, folks, good afternoon. You're listening to the John DiPietro Show. Now, on this sunny Wednesday, uh, we will, I anticipate, we're going to do Facebook Live later. Right? On the scene live stream. What we're going to do right now is we're going to break for the 1 o'clock news. You're going to hear Dan McGowan. Of the Boston Globe is going to join me next hour. And remember, um, we're going to be back on the other side, AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can listen on WNRI, socket W260DC.